0: Coming up on this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society, good things come in threes. It's dangerous to go alone, so the Nintendo Cartridge Society goes with ya. Welcome to Nintendo Cartridge Society. My name is Patrick Ellers, and I'm joined, as I'm always joined, by my co-host, Mark Mitchell. Mark, how's it going? It's going great. Uh, LA is under a blizzard warning? We are under a blizzard warning, and I know it's been years since we've done a weather report, weather check-in. What do we call these I think it was a weather report. Weather report. Okay, yeah. But yeah, we're under a blizzard warning. Yeah. Do you think that we will see snow on the ground in Los Angeles this year? Oof. No. It's I, been 70, I still don't. It's, it's been 79 years since it last snowed in downtown LA. It still feels I know I know we're under a blizzard warning. Uh-huh. Um but no. It it just doesn't feel possible. Like I was driving mm-hmm. over here today and it's cold outside, but it's beautiful. Like the sky is super clear. Right. It's uh But it wasn't earlier today. No. So it's like like an amazing night, so it f- doesn't feel possible to me that uh it's even going to rain as much as it's going to rain. Anyways, here's the thing. It's going to happen. We're going to have a white Christmas this year. <laughs> It's just going to be two months late. That's all. Well, the timing of this of this like worst storm that Southern California has seen yes. in like forty yes. years yes. could Perfectly not be better timed. because timed. we of course are going to Super Nintendo World at Universal Studios Hollywood on this Sunday, February twenty sixth, and uh, although we're not doing a formal meet and greet just because of short notice and a blizzard warning, um, if you happen also to be evidently there, the park is sold out. Now. <laughs> so if you, if you happen to be there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Um, uh, we still want to meet up with you, so let us know, send us an email, hit us up on Discord, hit us up on Twitter, let us know somehow that you are there, that you are going to be there, because we would love to hang out, um, with anyone who is there as well. Uh, yeah, we, like Mark said, we, we, we are getting there early, Mark didn't say this, but we're going to be there all day. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, if, uh, even if if there's a blizzard, we'll be there. That's right. Rain, Uh, snow, raupel. Grapple? Could be Grapple, which is a, a sort of soft hail, A we, new weather phenomenon yep. that we were Googling earlier today. The weather new from, to us. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not actually new. <laughs> it first appeared in a weather report in 1899, yeah. putting us both to shame. We're like, <laughs> not actually new. Um, here's what is actually new, though. We've got a Patreon, uh, and on that Patreon, we are doing all sorts of fun stuff, including... Uh, a mini series uh, that is us talking about de- the great detective shows of the past. We're calling it an NCS Detective Club. If you would like access to any of those episodes, you should uh, subscribe to our Patreon at either the eight or sixteen dollar level. Um, there's other bonuses there too. You know how Patreon works. Uh, you can go to patreon.com/slash Nintendo Cartridge Society if all any of that sounds like fun to you. Um, and then finally, you should get in our Discord because Discord. That's where people are having fun conversations. All Look, we got a, 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 an announcement of a new Mario movie trailer. We were talking about it in the Discord today. Um, are we going to talk about it on this episode? No, there's no time. No time. No time. Get in the Discord. Uh, it's invite only, so send us an email at Society at gmail.com. And uh, we'll send you an invite. You can jump in and have a great time chatting with us. All right, Mark. Uh, Let's get into our, our sort of bizarre esoteric task today. Let's cast the Triforce with other Nintendo characters. So this topic partially comes to us... From an email from Xander. Xander, thank you uh, for, for your email. He wrote, if you guys could bring three characters from any game and put them in a game together, it, together, who would they be and what would that game look like? Great uh, you know, the conversation starter. Xander, I want to add one word to this email. I'm going to do it right now. Here it goes. If you could bring any three characters from any game and put them in a Zelda game together, who would they be and what would that game look like? Three characters gonna make you think of Zelda, right? Yeah, absolutely. We've got that triforce of like core characters: Link, Zelda, Ganondorf, representing the triforces of courage, wisdom, and power, respectively. And part of the reason that this is on my mind, part of the reason this is on our mind, this is a collective. We're both. We have. We don't always share a uh, one mind, but in this case, we do. <laughs> Um, is that, uh, you know, we're seeing stuff from, uh, we're seeing footage, c- clips, trailers for, uh, Tears of the Kingdom, um, and I gotta say, I don't totally have a grasp on what the relationship is between our core three right? in totally. Tears of the Kingdom, because it seems like, have we seen, like, an undead Ganondorf before? I don't think so. Like, a, a, a mummy Ganondorf. Right. Feels weird. We've had Ghost Zelda before. Uh-huh. Um, and I, honestly, I don't know if does it seem like is Zelda around in this? Is she actually part of Link's arm? Yeah, there's What's so happening? much that we there's so much that we don't know. It's all very intriguing. It's all very intriguing, and so because we we don't know anything else about it, and the more we interrogate those videos, the less I understand. Frankly, absolutely. Um, someone starts talking about the Zonai, and I'm like, I don't <laughs> I don't know what we're talking about. Um, so we thought that we would go through the. Uh, The various stations of the Triforce um, and uh, cast Nintendo characters as those uh, individual pieces of, uh, you know, either representing courage, wisdom or power or sort of how they would uh, be in the role of Link, Zelda or Ganon. Right. Um, And uh, just sort of tease that all out, figure out what kind of Zelda game we've created. Um, And because it's us, we've uh, implemented a random number generator. That's right. So we each came prepared with characters for Power, Wisdom, and Courage. Mm -hmm. And then in order to complete the Triforce and have three characters per game that we're creating, we're going to be picking two characters using a random number generator from a list of characters, Nintendo characters that Patrick and I have uh, previously created. Yes. So this is 100 Nintendo characters that we will be (laughs) randomly selecting from. Uh, like six times, uh-huh. 12 times. So we're going to use a lot of these uh, mm-hmm. r- randomly generated characters. Um, and we tried to go a little bit broader on those characters and more specific in the ones that we're bringing like, to the table, right? That's right. Okay. So I've done... Oh, uh, this kind of brought up a question for me, mm. which was, do I understand... The lore of like the Triforce. This is great. In The Legend of Zelda. Yes. And the answer was like, no, not really. Like, I kind of get the gist. Right. But like, how does the Triforce work? Can anybody wield the Triforce? So, mm. those were the questions. So, before we get into it, yeah. So, those were kind of like the questions that I went searching for answers. And uh, on Reddit, and this is what I found, and I, I it's from because uh, <laughs> somebody basically asked this question, same question I had on Reddit, like which is just what's the deal with it? <laughs> what's the deal with the Triforce? Can anybody wield the Triforce? How does it work? Uh huh. <laughs> okay, great. And so, uh, Tyre the Adventurer responded, and this was the, the one I thought was the most easy for me to understand. What's the what's the subreddit that you're in here? Um, I don't know. I copied great. and pasted. it. Great. I can't remember. Uh, in the sacred realm, the Triforce will split if a person touches it without. A balanced heart. Mm. And those pieces will go to the people that best personify the parts of the Triforce. So that's why in Ocarina of Time, Ganondorf only had power because that's what he desired most. So he had to go collect the remaining pieces. Um, and so the uh other pieces, of course, go to Zelda and Link. See, now it, it's interesting because the Triforces themselves can be, depending on the game, either physical th- objects in the world or just like. Glowing tattoos on their hands, uh-huh. right? So I, I, I do think that the the Triforce is more metaphysical than physical. I don't. Well, I yeah, I don't know. I don't I mean, know. Maybe it's simultaneously both <laughs> metaphysical and physical. Well, also okay. So. um it seems like... So the the Triforce of Power mm-hmm. embodies the essence of the goddess of power, Din, mm-hmm. who is the creator of Hyrule. The Triforce of Wisdom... so is the Mandalorian. <laughs> ...embodies <laughs> the essence of the goddess of wisdom, uh, Nehru, yeah. uh-huh, the author of Law. And then the Triforce of Courage embodies the essence of the goddess of courage, uh, Feror, mm-hmm. the source of all life. And so... Um, but, yeah, so, like... The- that one seems like the winner, right? The Because, like, power power is the... Or at least the the way that it's described in uh, the opening of Ocarina, or not the opening, but the explanation of uh, the, the goddesses, is that power is the Earth. Um, uh, wisdom is, like you say, the laws that, that govern the Earth. Uh, and then courage is, like, everything that populates that Earth and obeys those laws. Right. It just seems all-encompassing. Yeah. I mean... Power seems pretty good, too. It's a, It gives you the blessing, that, so you're like a godlike entity, vastly more powerful than any mortal, affording its wielder invulnerability, mm. vast strength, and an unlimited source of mystical power. Like, all of these basically make you overpowered. Well, yeah. I mean, they're like three <laughs> elemental forces. It's also, uh, I mean, speaking of elemental forces, uh, Din is usually associated with fire. Um, uh, Nehru is the... The author of law. The author of law uh-huh. is, that, is that Nehru's wind, and then, I'm 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 mixing these up. I think. Well, and then <laughs> I'm not even I'm not even going to venture. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not what, sure. I'm not what, sure what Faroors. No, Faroors is the wind. I'm gonna I'm gonna look up this other one. Mark. Okay. Um, but yeah, so uh, like I said, Triforce of Power makes you uh, incredibly powerful. Triforce of Wisdom makes you incredibly wise. Uh, it grants the holder untold mystical abilities, including the ability to heal others and presumably the ability to the ability to communicate telepathically. And then the Triforce of Courage, uh, it grants the bearer untold mystical abilities. One of them being protection against magic. Mm. Uh, uh, Nehru's love is the name of the spell. It's like the healing one. Ah, okay. Yeah. Um all right. Okay. So I think we've done it. We've crashed our courses. We understand what we're talking about here. Um, and once we put characters in those roles, we will have to figure out what monstrous game we've just created. Yes. Uh, with these characters. So, Mark, uh, we are going to go power, then wisdom, and then courage. Uh, would you like to go first or would you like to go second? I elect to go second. That I will go first. My – Okay. We're doing Nintendo characters here. And with my first pick, I'm stretching the definition of what is a Nintendo character. Love it. Can we agree that Star Wars Shadows of the Empire is, in fact, a Nintendo game? <laughs> yes, I'll, I will allow it. Okay. Uh, now, maybe he doesn't even appear in the game, but you sure do bomb his temple. Uh, Prince Zezor <laughs> from Shadows of the Empire uh-huh. is going to be my Triforce of Power. So... Prince Azor, he's the, like, main villain of the, uh, of the publishing piece of, of, of the book, um, Shadows of the Empire. And he's, like, a hoity-toity, like, snooty villain, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he prides himself on his ability to, like, read exactly, like, how he's going to be able to, like, take someone down, like, politically. Um, and uh, just, like, does it, right? Like, he, he can read you, like, an open book. Um, and has a lot of money and a lot of influence, and he enjoys the finer things. Um, so he's going to be our Triforce of Power, and let's figure out who's going to be, uh, uh, Wisdom and Courage. Okay, excellent. So it's between 1 and 100. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will generate the first number. Okay. Which is 66. Uh, number 66 is uh sixty six is Rob the robot? okay, perfect uh and then I will do uh between one and ninety nine uh and actually first uh we could take Rob off the list so that um, that number is gone okay uh between one and ninety nine my number is number nine which is Roy Roy. Oh, Roy Koopa is who that is. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Okay, great. Great. Um, so who what what spots do they occupy in this game? So the I think probably as they are, right? That Rob the robot is is the triforce it's probably of, wisdom. is probably wisdom. Um it may be counterintuitive for a robot to be uh like a vessel of love, but he's also the he's the spirit of law. Oh, uh, that yeah. That sounds cold. And logical, mm-hmm. um, and then courage, Roy. He's, I, I mean, kind of, kind of a lot of bad boys in this, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the uh, uh, the bad boy Zelda game for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's in the, the Zelda role game your of mom Link. doesn't want you to play. That's right. This isn't your father's Zelda no, game. No, no. Okay? Um, uh, all right. So uh, <laughs> Roy is our Triforce of Courage. He's the hero. What sort of, what manner of, what sort of Zelda game have we? generated here so i feel like uh it's not terrible for rob to be the triforce of wisdom because in a lot of zelda games um zelda is fairly removed from the action right right She's, sometimes in a support role though mm-hmm. and so uh which i feel like fits rob really well true and then uh if roy is the hero of a game. First of all, dream come true for you. <laughs> I mean, absolutely. Already, uh, one of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Roy Koopa and Prince Xeasar from Shadows of the Empire. I mean, this is, I, I, this is the good. perfect game for you. yeah, so, Mark, maybe you should just describe your perfect Zelda game. Yeah, I game. mean, it's checking a lot of boxes. But mm-hmm. I wonder if uh, a, a game where Roy Koopa, a Zelda game where Roy Koopa is the, like, protagonist is really kind of... Um, uh, one where, oh, like an anti-hero. Yeah, 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 totally. Like a Taylor Swift song. Yes. I think this has to be in space, too. Like, I think we have to take Roy and, like, put him into a Mario Galaxy sort of context, right? Because being a, a Mario character, he can he can hang with that. And then Rob is a robot. Robots love space. Mm-hmm. And Prince Zizor, Right at home there. Right at home there. So I think I think this has to be a sort of like space bound Zelda game with Prince Zor as the villain. Yeah, and where Roy Koopa is like a like a bad boy. Yeah, he's a bad boy. I mean, maybe it actually all takes place on because uh, Prince Zor has a palace on Coruscant, and that's like that's where he likes to hang out. Because again, hoity toity, well to do. Right. So maybe that's maybe that's where the whole Ooh, thing is. I love that. So like, uh, uh, you know. If you, Roy Koopa is starting down at the bottom, oh, down, yeah. you know, like on selling death sticks. Selling death sticks. Yep, here we go. And then he's finding his way up to the penthouses of Coruscant, where Prince Cesor is hanging out. I love this. And each like floor, like one floor can be like an uh uh like a greenhouse, and that's like the Kokiri Forest, uh-huh. and the next one up is like uh a fake desert. <laughs> yeah. And so it's it's almost like uh, The raid. Yeah, it's almost like the raid. <laughs> I was gonna say uh, Phantom Hourglass with this tower that you have to keep. Oh, like, yeah, yes, so, both those things. There we go. So this is like a the raid meets Phantom Hourglass by way of Star Wars, and maybe maybe Rob the Robot is like robot droid. Like you have a Star yeah, Wars thing going, yep. so maybe he Rob the Robot in this instance is like Zelda in Spirit Tracks, and yes, a where like a t- constant companion that is with. Roy Koopa. maybe it's just that his uh that uh Rob's like con- he plugged in, he jacked into the uh like si- the tower system oh, and so yeah. his consciousness is just like everywhere. That's right. Yeah. That's yes. that's what it is. That's very good. Uh this game sounds great. I want to play <laughs> it right now. Um Mark, would you like to give your uh Triforce of Power character? Yeah, so I Absolutely, one hundred percent cheated on all of these. Where I have two picks for for all of them. What are we gonna do? And so, just in case we pick the same one. No, I mean, I, 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 and a lot of times they're like diametrically opposed, and so, (laughs) like, they're very different. So I'm, I think what I'm gonna do is just float both of them. And then we wow. will narrow it down to one? Unprecedented. Is that fair? Can I do that? Or should I just pick one? Maybe this is better. Yeah. Maybe I'll just pick one, and then at the end, I'll say what my other picks are. Because it's not like they're like groundbreaking or anything. Sure. I mean, or, or I can reserve the right to hate your first pick. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, how about we do that? <laughs> how about we do that? All right. All right. I will. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So my first pick for the Triforce of Power is Kirby. Oh. And... I think uh the reason I chose Kirby is because uh Kirby is a very cute pink thing. I mean it's just a Kirby. It's a unclear, Kirby is a Kirby. It's unclear what it is. But Kirby but holds a untold power. Yes. Like inside Kirby is unknowable. Right. Like, what is going on with the physiology of Kirby? Not just um, the physiology, but just, like, the physics of what's happening <laughs> inside Kirby. Yeah. Right? It's not even a biological question. It is one of just trying to understand the physical space in there. And just truly... And so I feel like if, uh, you know, the Triforce was split... Now, I actually think between power, wisdom, and courage that Kirby could be a character that is well-balanced enough that could wield the full Triforce. Wow. But... Maybe, maybe wisdom not so much. I think courage. I gonna yes, say, power. Yes, we love Kirby, uh-huh. and he's unkillable. Not a lot going on behind he's those eyes. Dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is all good, and I won't raise an objection here. But I just want to say he's on our list of possible characters that we could select. Oh yeah, I think dinner. I think multiple of my characters okay, are on okay, the great. list. Yeah, so we might have to like remove them. If they come up again. Sure. Um, In fact, I'm just going to remove Kirby from from the list right now. Okay. So, yeah. So, Kirby. So, I think Kirby is my pick for uh, the Triforce of Power. All right. Great. So, Kirby is Triforce of Power. Um, I am going to roll a number between 1 and 97 to get uh, one of our other participants. Uh, Oops. That is the wrong place to type that. Here we go. Between 1 and 97. The answer is 89. Which is Adam Malkovich. Adam Malkovich. From the Metroid series. Yep, from Metroid Other M and sort of from Fusion and not really from Dread. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, Mark, would you like to pull the the other number between 1 and 96? Yep, that is number 49. Number 49 is uh, Rusty Slugger. Oh, there we go. Uh all right. So Hmm. First we have to decide who's wisdom and whose courage. Well okay. I'm not huge fan I'm not a huge fan of Adam Malkovich. Right. But between him and Rusty Slugger. Rusty Slugger, by the way, the, the dog from Rusty's real deal baseball. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I, I feel like so Adam Malkovich is like a commander in Other M has kind of like a strained relationship with Samus because uh, she was really good friends with his like younger brother, and yeah that's right. and, and blamed her for his death no no is she, that just a different movie she, no, 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 no no, no, you're right, it's just <laughs> okay, reverse. Okay. She blames him because he like here's his brother is basically on a suicide mission right. and uh Samus is like, no, like I can go save him or something like that. And Adam is like, no, no it's you a lot like okay, got it, got exactly. It. And so Samus held that against Adam for like the longest time until she kind of like realizes he was doing something for the greater good. Right. Okay. Basically what I'm saying is I think the last as we're saying this, last Jedi maybe ripped off other. Wait, hold on. <laughs> Hold on, I don't follow that math. <laughs> well, because Poe is like, oh, we gotta like get out there oh, and like do something that doesn't understand, Jedi. right? Doesn't Got understand it. what uh, Leia's up to, anyways. Which also just leads Samus to be like a lone gun and not actually part of this like Galactic Federation. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's okay. what makes her kind of like uh, retire. So all of this is to say, I don't love Adam Malkovich as a character, um, but between him and Rusty Slugger. Rusty Slugger is not particularly wise, so I'm going to say Adam is well cast as wisdom. Well, and also, like again, we're talking about like a support character, right? Someone who like is oh yeah, perfect. in a position to uh, help the player character. The thing that uh, is really twisting my mind, but I don't see that we have any other choice, is that we're making Rusty Slugger <laughs> the hero. Well, and I think that heroes are. Um, come in all shapes and sizes. Come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> yeah, I right? guess. Yeah. Like, I think Rusty Slugger, of these three characters, Rusty Slugger is the most likely to fit... The um, classic Joseph Campbell, you know, like hero cycle, yeah. like yeah, the yeah. call to action. You know, Rusty's going to refuse that call to action. Oh, but just over and over <laughs> again. Whereas Adam and Kirby are too um, noble, is I guess to <laughs> well, uh, to A- refuse the call. Adam Malkovich is duty bound. Duty bound, I right? guess, is what I would say. But Kirby, Kirby's just game for whatever challenge comes his way, Absolutely. right? I what, just think of what drives Kirby. No, I just think of uh, <laughs> no. I. I I just think of the opening of Planet Robobot. Yeah, where Kirby's just chilling. Mm-hmm. He's he's literally like napping under a tree, right? And then a giant uh, mechanical monster comes out of the sky right. into Planet Popstar and like drills into the ground, and po- Kirby just pops right into action. He's goes from sleep. Mm-hmm. Two, I'm going to defeat this giant monster thing. Um, what motivates Kirby? It's unknowable. It is unknowable. I think he just wants to continue napping. I think that's got <laughs> to be it. That's got to be it. Because a number of Kirby games actually start with him just like taking a nap. And then someone is there to like ruin his nap. Yeah, Kirby's natural state is sleeping. Right, right. Relatable. Our relatable villain? Well, actually, is he the villain of this game? He well, doesn't have to be. Does no- the does the wielder of the Triforce of power have to be the villain? It, it's always Ganondorf. Well, yes, but this is our <laughs> game. But this is our game, right? Wow, wow. I mean, this is blowing my mind a little bit. Uh, I hadn't really considered that the character in the Triforce of power role wouldn't be the villain. Well, it makes sense that it'd be power because, like, characters being dr- driven by power. I mean. So, that may be true, because, like, a character driven by wanting to be the most wise, I guess that is not impossible. Right. And then, uh... There's no villain who wants to be the most most courageous. courageous. Like, that doesn't... Okay. So, let's... Let's... What do you want to work on here first? Because there are two big issues to solve here. One, a story in which Kirby is the villain. Two, the story in which Rusty is the hero. (laughs) I mean maybe this is a sports game. Uh, oh, so we're talking like a Zelda spin off like um Like uh crossbow, Link's cross-bow training. training. Right. Hard actually to like you say that and then we both like deer in the headlights what the heck is a Zelda spin-off game. There aren't many. Right. Hmm. So I so Rusty as the hero does not actually like I said like that doesn't, doesn't throw bother me for a loop yeah. because I really do feel like um uh he f- would fit the Joseph Campbell like hero cycle, cycle perfectly. I mean I wonder if this is like a young Rusty Slugger that mm. like we are meeting him bef- yes before he's gone pro even. Right or maybe that's like part of like the journey of the game yeah. is that like you start in uh you know college ball Um, and you gotta, like, work your way up. But I still think it should have, like, dungeons and stuff. I think it has to be, like, a classic Zelda. I think it could be, but it could, but those two things could still be true. Sure. Um, and so, I like this. So, maybe, uh, Adam Malkovich, for, like, the (laughs) the Triforce of Wisdom, uh, is in this instance, like, a coach? Or you know, like yep, some sort that of, seems right. Uh, or like a washed-up ball player who's like a mentor. Or he could be, you know, like uh, a small child who is sick in the hospital that yeah. just wants Rusty Slugger to, to like hit home runs to for hit a home run for him <laughs> to make him feel better. And Kirby, uh huh, um, is it, the disease that the little kid has in yes. the hospital. Yes. Okay, so it's like a tiny Kirby uh-huh. inside <laughs> yep. inside the body of child Adam Malkovich. And the reason he is motivated to do this is not important because what motivates no, Kirby dude, it's, is it's, unknowable. It's unknowable that's it, right. So in this instance, uh that unknowable like when Kirby's using that for good, we cheer it. But when Kirby is Using that for evil, it's really scary. That's right. Unknowable evil is very scary. And our weird Zelda game is willing to tell the stories that Nintendo refuses to tell you. So I just want to make sure we should just state all of this back to make Sure. sure that we're getting it. So, Rusty Slugger is a young baseball player who is promised a sick child... Adam Malkovich, as a child, that he's going to hit home runs for him. The child is sick because a malicious Kirby has been shrunk down, maybe Minish Cap style. Maybe Minish Cap style. uh, And is inside uh, child Adam Malkovich, Bowser's inside story style. Uh (laughs) And then what is Rusty doing that will eventually defeat Kirby? He just has to hit so many home runs that the child's spirits are improved so much that his immune system fights and kills Kirby. And that's, and I, I see. Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. It all makes sense. So it's a little bit of a home run derby, a little bit of a Minish Cap, a little bit of a Bowser's Inside Story. Uh, and it's young versions of two of these characters. It could be young Kirby. Sure. Sure. Why not? I don't know. Because I, I, I feel like it should maybe be an old Kirby. Because okay. he's like grumpy. Yeah and then of course uh who who knows what what motivates Kirby. all right um that's maybe the least zelda e zelda game that we've pitched but uh, we threw minish cap in there so <laughs> i i think it counts um all right so now we are doing uh our uh, triforce of wisdom yes yep um i will go first uh for my triforce of wisdom i am of course going back to one of my favorite role playing games on the super nes uh to super mario rpg the character I'm selecting here is Prince Mallow mm. of the Nimbus Kingdom. Two princes from you. Uh, yes, that's right. Uh, I wanted so badly to find a uh, third prince, and I don't. I have I have something else. Um, but yes, two princes from me. Uh, prince Mallow, not not in the power position, but in the wisdom position, um, is uh, thought. Look. Could you say he's not that wise because he thought he was a tadpole and was going to become a frog when he's obviously a cloud? Look, maybe. He was raised with other frogs. Like, we can't hold that against him. Um, But he is uh, nurturing. He has healing magic. Um, He uh, deals with the wind and the rain. Um, Is a sensitive, sweet boy who just wants to help Mario and his friends find their way he just wants to belong um so i'm putting uh prince mallow in the wisdom position that's so sweet uh all right um so between 1 and 95 mark uh i'll I'll roll first okay uh we get a 58 58 is judd from splatoon (laughs) the splatoon series the Uh, big fat cat the big fat cat that uh like judges the results mm- mm-hmm. and is one of two mammals in uh in, in in the game until of course the rise of the mammalian yes uh one through ninety four our second character is number sixty eight uh sixty eight is cubie cubie from box boy I actually think that this is probably well of like um the correct order. So, Judd would be the Triforce of Power. Yeah. Uh, Wisdom, of course, Prince Malo. And then Courage would be Kubi. Uh All right. So, this is good. Um, so, it's got to be like a very puzzly Zelda game, right? Like, QB doesn't have arms, right? <laughs> He's got legs. He doesn't have arms, right? I think he has little arms. You think he has little arms? Mm-hmm, I think so. I've got to look this up. I, I I will not be happy. Does QB have arms? No, he doesn't. No, he's just... He's a he's a square. He's got eyes and legs. Uh-huh. And that's it. Okay. Um, so I think this is going to be... Uh, it's going to have, like, a classic top-down Zelda perspective, where he's... Uh, and he's getting into a lot of dungeons where he's, like, just pushing boxes around. Yeah, I think this is perfect for, like, a Link's Awakening-style yes. dungeon game. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like, uh, pre-Ocarina uh, of Time, Yeah, totally. where you're really just working in those two dimensions. Um, and I think it's got to be... Almost a little uh, Adventures of lolo e where, like, a lot of the puzzle solving is just based around pushing blocks. Mm, mm-hmm. um, again, he doesn't have arms. This is really throwing me for a loop that uh, QB doesn't have arms. Um, okay, so how does... Is, uh, is Mallow here in a support role, or is he, like, in danger somehow? So, like you were saying, Mallow is, like, a really sweet character. Mm-hmm. But um, he does strike me as one who... Potentially could, like, uh, I think he could be in danger. Like, basically, Prince Mallow is our uh, character in distress. Sure. So, Judd is going to sacrifice him Mm -hmm. to, you know, open a gateway to another evil land. (laughs) Uh To a land where there's nothing but mammals. Yeah. Because if we are dealing with, there's something very, like, design-wise very similar about uh, Mallow and uh, Qb, right? That they're both, like... Just simple white shapes with, like, big black eyes. And so, like, and neither of them are mammals or, right. like, strictly known as, like, conventional living things. And then here comes Judd, who just wants to get back to a world where he's not the only creature like this. Well, so I think Judd's deal is that he is kind of, like, revered because mm. he is, you know, one of the only mammals. Yeah, yeah. And so, so I... maybe that's the world he wants to get back it... to. What do you mean? I'm saying so. Sorry, I, I have established in my head that he has trying to sacrifice Mallow to open a gateway to another world. Uh huh. So maybe he's trapped in the world of uh, uh, cube creatures and cloud creatures and wants to get back to Inkopolis. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, so uh, pretty much a Link to the Past style game where instead of the uh, the dark world. It is the world of Splatoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, I like that too. Kiwi's pushing little blocks around. Yes, exactly. I love it. Um, all right, Mark, we are uh, rolling again here. Oh, actually, you got to give us uh, our um Triforce of Wisdom. Yes. Okay, so I have two here again, and <laughs> yeah, <that's> um, right. <laughs> the one that I'm gonna go with, I think, is maybe the most direct Zelda analog that we've discussed so far in a lot of respects and that's Rosalina from Rosalina. Uh, the Mario series very good okay uh Rosalina is uh nurturing she is, so she's got that like that loving quality mm-hmm. right um uh is obviously very strongly imbued with magic lives in space um and i consider i, I don't know i would like of the Mar- <laughs> of the mario characters if I were going to yeah, Don't back away from whatever yeah, you're about to uh-huh. say. If of the Mario characters, uh-huh. if there was one that I was going to like Dave. talk to about oh. my pro- oh yeah. <laughs> talk to you about my problems uh-huh. and you know, like uh anticipate that they would give me good advice, it would be Rosalina. Yeah, she would listen to you. Yeah. Right. Um and maybe she would come back at you with, like, advice that's a little too esoteric and too specific to her own experience. Uh-huh. That you'd be like, I don't spend my life living in space with stars. Right. Um, but maybe I can apply this back to me some way. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, and maybe it's just nice to have someone listen to you, mm-hmm. right? Um, okay, great. Uh, so now we are going to roll for power and courage. Uh, Mark, I'll roll first between 1 and 92. Uh, the number is 37. That is Edelgard. Edelgard from Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh I mean she could she could go in either the position of, of power or or courage, I think. Could I She's will- an ambitious character, she's confident. Well, I'll actually this kind of simplifies things for me because I'll say that I had her in as a pick for Triforce of Courage. Oh, okay, interesting. But um, I agree with you, she absolutely could go in either one. Um and I mean that is one of the like beautiful parts about Fire Emblem 3 Houses is that any of the any of the three main characters uh could be in hero or villain role. Um but I feel like Edelgard just like makes the most sense as villain even though she like I'm always sympathetic to her and she always rules. Let's see what our second character yeah, is yeah, before yeah. we commit. So between 1 and 91, mm-hmm. number is 72. 72 next is next door neighbor Travis Touchdown. Okay, interesting. Travis Touchdown uh not a hard sell for me is a villain. Yeah, but but also a hero. Like e- either way I feel like he makes sense. Yeah. Um Travis Touchdown of course the uh protagonist of the No More Heroes um uh game I was about to say he's the hero from No More Heroes. Um but obviously the game doesn't think that it needs any heroes. <laughs> uh he is crass, he's an opportunist. He has a laser sword and is using it to become like the best uh, assassin in the world. or something. Yeah, assassin. That's right. Yeah. Um, and he does like pro wrestling moves and stuff. Uh, stylish, of a in, sort. Of a sort. Uh-huh. Yes. In um, the world that he lives in. Yes, that's right. And you know, like he adheres to his own style. Like there's, there's something uh, to admire there, even if you think his style is dumb. Um, he's, uh, pers- he's pursuing it confidently. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like both of these could go either way. I could see although I don't see Travis touchdown motivated by power. No, me neither. I mean and courage isn't really right either, but he is like kind of a man of the people uh-huh. in a way that Edelgard is not. Right. Um and uh yeah, and Edelgard, Edelgard is power, right? Like she she is. Um here's what here's what I think this is, Mark. I think this is Skyward Sword. Like, almost one for one, because... Like you've got the motion controls for the, the for the sword play. Uh huh. Travis Touchdown has the master light blade or whatever that. Wh- what are they called? In uh, I I honestly can't yeah. remember. Um, it's been so long since I played No More Heroes. But so that that you're controlling that with motion controls. Uh, your like main opponent, uh, like in sort of the Girahim ish role is uh, going to be Edelgard. Uh, who like you know so you would get into, like one on one sword fights with her. Um, like this actually tracks. Pretty straight for me. The beam katana, beam katana. So the master beam katana. Uh huh. Um, you know when he gets the little pendants together and unlocks the, uh, uh, the 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 pedestal. Yeah, I could, I could totally see this. I feel like Travis touchdown in this instance. Like if it was Skyward Sword, mm-hmm. you're less Link and maybe more Groose. Yes, but as in like um, uh, yeah. So I, it's either Skyward Sword where like Link doesn't exist and Gruus is the like Gruce's arc is the arc of the main character which right. is totally possible that you start off as like the boorish kind of bully uh uh-huh. Um are sort of like humbled by uh first of all the love of a kindly old woman uh uh-huh. um, but also just by the uh sheer scope of the world around you that you didn't realize was out there. Yeah. Be- I like that a lot. Becomes do, a sweetheart. I, I do yeah. think it makes uh, it is a lot like Skyward Sword. Could absolutely be like that. Um, all right, that's great. Uh, that's maybe the only good one we've pitched. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, this is all good. Um, all right, so now uh, I will reveal my tri- my Triforce of Courage uh, pick. Uh, I am going to the Wario Land series, uh, and I am pulling up, pulling out of the uh, the pulling off the bench, Captain Syrup. A treasure hunter of sorts, uh, who, uh, is, she's not, not mean, like, she's a, she's a little bit of a bad guy, but I like her spirit, I like the way she takes advantage of Wario, um, and, like, will frequently use him to find treasure that she's just going to end up stealing from him, um, but, you know, she uh, knows her way around the world. She knows her way around multiple worlds. Um, and it's just like a cool pirate chick. Yeah, I, I I think this is a really fun pick. And I love that it's already kind of getting us into this Wind Waker ph- Phantom Hourglass sort of vibe. Absolutely. Yeah. And if we end up living in that sort of Toon Link world, uh, I will be totally happy. Uh, Mark, should I roll the first uh, number here? Are we doing 1 and 90 at the yep, point? Yep, 1 through 90. Okay, 1 through 90. Uh, my number is number 14. Donkey Kong. Okay. Donkey Kong. Uh, who has been a villain before? True. In fact, he started as a villain. Yeah. So we'll just put Donkey Kong uh, In, in the power there. position, right? Uh-huh. Maybe he's not. Um, all right. Mark, between, uh, 1 and, uh, 89. Okay. It is number 40. Number 40 is waluigi Luigi, Luigi. Okay. Okay, so this is this is interesting. So here is what I will say f- where maybe we can put Donkey Kong in wisdom. Mm. But a uh cant uh cantankerous Yeah. Yeah, you're nailing it. <laughs> yeah. Uh Don- Donkey Kong and that is the um cranky Kong variety. Oh, sure. So we're saying Donkey Kong as he appears in the game Donkey Kong later revealed to be cranky Kong. exactly okay i like that i think here here's something interesting um first of all all bad guys here Mm -hmm. we got an oops all villains uh zelda game um i don't what if i feel like there is a this trio just has me thinking about um the legend of zelda triforce heroes and like Maybe it's because, like, Captain Syrup is, like, stylish. Like, I wonder if Donkey Kong could be in the sort of um, Madame Couture role uh, in Triforce Heroes. And you play as, like, a trio of Captain Syrups uh, trying to, uh, you know, beat out the Drablands from uh, the, the Waluigi who's taken over there. That's very fun. That's very fun. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think that's the way I'd like to go.
1: So let, Waluigi
0: let... is the wielder of the Triforce of Power, though. I think so. I think... I, I just... It feels disingenuous to put Waluigi in a position of wisdom. Absolutely. He's not a support class. He's not loving. He doesn't respect the laws. I don't know how we say that Donkey Kong is any of those things. But he's a, he can be support, right? Right. And also, you know, we were we were saying the original... Donkey Kong, who turns into Cranky Kong, right? But um, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that I would say the Donkey Kong from Donkey Kong Country is particularly no wise. But, but he at has least to... wearing a tie. He he is wearing a tie. That's true. Both uh Cranky Kong as the original Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong need to be rescued at some point mm-hmm. during their games, right? Uh Donkey Kong Country Two, you're rescuing uh Donkey Kong Donkey Kong. And in Donkey Kong Jr. you're rescuing uh original Donkey Kong, aka Cranky Kong. Yep. Um so I think maybe that's the role that he's in here is he's uh maybe less the Madame Couture and more. The uh, oh, I forget the name of the princess who wants to like dress nicely, um, but she's been cursed by the the witch of the Drablands. Oh yeah, to uh, to to always look unfashionable, uh, which is why you have to keep traveling out there. Mm, I wish I could remember. Yeah, I'm looking it up, but I yep. like that a lot. All right, great. Um, so th- those are uh, it, uh, power is Waluigi, wisdom is Donkey Kong, and courage is Captain Syrup uh what have you have you discovered anything styla in... princess styla. styla princess styla um all right mark uh for your triforce of courage yeah so we already uh have used edelgard who oh, yeah, was right. one of my picks so i will go with my other pick which is isabel from animal oh, crossing oh i love that um let's take her off the list cause i'm pretty sure we had her on here um Yes, we did number thirty-two. I got it. Number thirty-two, it. great. Um, and then have we already taken uh, Waluigi off as well? Nope. I'll do that right now. Okay, great. Um, all right. So I- I- Isabel is our uh, 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 courage. She's uh-huh. the hero. She's uh, she's always she's a hard worker. She's there all night long. At the, (laughs) at resident services, um, working harder than anybody else. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's a good pick. Um, you know, and just like really any animal crossing character is like the embodiment of like people. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, so, uh, between one and 87 mark, I am rolling for one of the other characters. 74. That is Doctor Baby Wario. Doctor Baby Wario, a chaotic inclusion on our list of 100 Nintendo characters. So, tentatively, I'm going to say the villain. Yeah, although he is a doctor, <laughs> he is <laughs> means he's healing. Uh, means... Well, we don't know that he's that kind of doctor. Uh, oh, okay. So he does. He controls pills with magnets. Uh. What kind of doctor do you think he is? <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so the uh, our next one. Hold is on, I j- think I need to remove him from the list. Uh, Doctor Baby, or maybe you already did. I think I. Oh, I'm not sure. I yes, I think I already did. So okay, one through eighty six is number nineteen. Number nineteen is Meta Knight. Meta Knight. Hmm. Okay. So, but uh, Meta Knight pretty clearly seems like power to me. Yes. Uh and even when he's not being a villain because there are frequently times where he's uh, teaming up with Kirby, right? Yep. Um I still feel like he's driven by power. He is he is the Earth. He is the what's the name of his ship? The like Halbrid or something uh-huh. like that. Um yeah, I mean he's he's always trying to flex his power. But that means that Dr. Baby Wario is uh either support class or, like, a damsel in distress. Yeah. Which, I mean, he's a baby. He is a doctor, but he's also a baby. Well, one of the reasons why it fits is because, you know, uh, a lot of the, one of the characteristics that we talked about at the beginning for the Triforce of Wisdom is the ability to heal. Yep. And as yep. a doctor baby. As a doctor baby controlling pills with giant magnets. He is would fulfill that role for sure. Okay. All right. I buy that. Um, but now, what kind of Zelda game is this? Where you likely our hero is Isabel. Yeah, I feel like this has the plucky spirit of a Toon Link adventure. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That this is very like Wind Waker y. Mm-hmm. But probably on like a smaller scale. Although, like uh, in the most recent Animal Crossing, you are on islands, right? So instead of like the King of Red Lions, it's Cap'n uh, ferrying you around. Yeah, singing his little song. Uh huh. Um, That song is so good. It is very good. And then, yeah, I mean, I, I, I feel like what we ended up doing was just kind of, like, capturing the essence of a, of existing Zelda games yes. within these uh, groups, which I uh, brings me a lot of joy. That brings me a lot of joy, too. Mark, one thing that doesn't bring me a lot of joy is that we have now concluded with the exercise, uh, and we've not—because we are avoiding all Zelda characters, it means that we needed to leave— one of our favorites on the table, off the table. We need to not include our boy Tingle. That's right. So we had a rule, no Zelda characters, but I would like to propose the Tingle exception. So are we going to then determine which role Tingle would fill the best? Uh, I think what we should do is we should roll the other two characters uh-huh. and then uh, figure out all three of them together. Okay. Because I, I, I think it's possible that Tingle could go in any one of those roles. He's I a Renaissance so too. man. He's a Renaissance man. And um, as much as I love Tingle, it does feel like at any moment he could be pushed over the edge. That's right. And become a villain. Look, I, I'm i not saying that we live in this universe, but incel Tingle possible. <laughs> Yeah. What Sad but true. Sad but true. One of the possibilities out there. Also, he could be the hero, and also he could be the love of your life supporting I you. I mean, forever. it really is like a sliding doors type Abs- moment. Absolutely. This, Mark, this is the multiverse of madness right here. Um, all right. I'm going to roll now between 1 and 85. Okay. And we are going to find uh, who will join uh, our, our dear tingle number seven. Number 7 is Kamek from the Mario series. Okay. Uh and then Mark, if you would like to roll the final between 1 and 84? Yep. That is number 8. Uh low rolls here. Uh number 8 is Wendy O Koopa. all right. So getting a lot of um Mario A lot of Mario here. representation there. Uh So I I think and then Tingle, of course, is 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 the third. I think Tingle's gonna be our hero here. I think so too. Uh, and I think that Wendy O'Koopa is the villain. Uh huh. She's she's Triforce of power power. Of power. Uh, and then Kamek sort of naturally I think fits into this uh Triforce of, of of wisdom. Not necessarily because Kamek is a uh nurturing character or a kind one or even really a support one. But knows magic. Nose magic, and I could see as like a noisy support character, kind of like bossing you around. Sure, Midna style. Uh-huh. Um, and you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Kamek can talk to me telepathically. Right, right. Always interrupting. Just always, always, always interrupting. Always telling poor Tingle better ways to be doing things. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I like that. What kind of game is this? I mean, it's a Tingle game. It's a Tingle game. He's He's in a tingle the so I think it's gotta be like a, a romance game. <laughs> Do you think that that Tingle's like that Wendy O Koopa has put like a spell on Tingle? Do you think Tingle is trying Ooh. to get What is Tingle like what is Tingle's goal? Why would Tingle want to Sure. I mean Tingle has to be driven to Because he's in the he's in the hero role, right? Maybe like... his dad is coming to visit. Okay. And <laughs> Tingle right. has to, like, find somebody to pretend to be his wife in a classic sitcom scenario. Sure. Yeah, this is great. And um, Kamek agreed? Sure. Kamek agreed to pose as uh, Tingle's wife. If Kamek, if Ting, if Tingle can get Kamek out of having to go to Wendy O'Koopa's like a uh, fashion show birthday or something party. birthday party <laughs> perfect hey, look in mario they love things are always birthday parties <laughs> uh-huh. right birthdays are, the weddings. Kids are always popping out of cakes uh-huh uh yeah i, I always assume that the cakes at the beginning of the new super mario games were for birthdays and not for weddings i think i think you're it's right unclear, though uh-huh um yeah no i i, I like this and some uh, I, I don't know how exactly tingle is going to get kamek out of uh wendy's birthday party but like he knows a way. He's gonna do it. Um so yeah, so it's just a it's a fake dating sim. I love this. And Wendy's just out to like ruin it because she wants Kamek to have to go to her birthday party. Mm-hmm. This, is she's very, this is selfish. Very good. Um all right, Mark. Uh that that one not necessarily a Zelda game, but a rock solid tingle game. Let's close this out. <laughs> Of course, we would love to extend the question to you, the listener. If you could pick any three Nintendo characters and jam them into a a Zelda game, as we just did, who would those characters be? Which Triforce position would they occupy? And what the heck is that monster game that you just came up with? Um, I think you'll find it's more challenging than you think it is. (laughs) Uh, thank you so much for. Uh, oh, email us if you have one of those. Uh, Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com. Uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Nintendo Cartridge Society. A special thank you to our 16 bit patron, Connor McCabe. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at Patrick underscore Ellers. Mark is at MKE Mitchell, and the show is at Nin Cart Society. We also have a Discord, which you can uh, email us, Nintendo Cartridge Society at, at gmail.com. gmail.com, and we will send you an invitation and you can have fun conversations with us in there all the time. Anthony DeLuca made our logo, our theme music is provided by 8 Betty. You can get more of his music by going to 8 or by listening right now. For my co-host, Mark Mitchell, this is Patrick Ellers saying, I think we learned a little bit about Tears of the Kingdom tonight. Just like we can intuit our way to it. Thank you for listening.